I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DBY Warriors. It is me, Michael D. Mullins here, Mikey 90% over at DDPRadio.com. Uh, it is a beautiful, you know, cool in comparison night here uh, where I currently reside here in Raleigh, North Carolina. We are on, we just moved up to the 333rd floor right here in the GDP Radio Megaplex right here outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. And just like uh, Sarah Palin could see Russia from her house, if I look real high on top of the tower and gaze deep into the Canadian wilderness in that general direction, I see a spark because the spark is the soul and the fire of Crystal Stewart and her birthday (laughs) candle high above the city because she is the birthday girl this week. And uh, we got to welcome her as always. She is the Canadian quote master, the pride of Ontario, ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Stewart. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? My, my interest is getting more and more ridiculous by the week. <laughs> yeah, right? 300 floors? That's crazy. This megaplex is going to dwarf all the other ones. <laughs> yep. We were just yeah, discussing. We don't have the budget for an imaginary intern uh, because we spend it all <laughs> for rent at the DDP Radio Megaplex. Right. <laughs> right. But apparently, one employee that I'm in. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, well, the ridiculous. First of all, I, I gotta say we prefaced at the top of the hour. Top of the show. It is the top of the hour. <laughs> that um, uh, you had a birthday this weekend, but. Normal people have a birthday. You seem to have like a string of days celebrating the birth of, of Crystal Stewart. So happy birthday. And, and uh, fill us Thank in you. what you did. You had a pretty busy weekend. Yeah, so my birthday was on the 19th. So I believe that was the Friday. I have no idea. Um, so Friday I went to a rock concert. I went to see George Thorogood and then got up. And went to go see Rob Thomas on Saturday. And then Sunday we had dinner and family time and all that fun stuff. And now I feel like my battery is completely drained. It's all good. Well, <laughs> you seem to have a, a better, uh, a better, uh, more proactive weekend than I. I spent the weekend drinking alone like nobody else. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <I'm> right. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, you I did. had to throw a little George Thurgood in the destroyers. Um, so, yeah. all right, let's get this party started. we got a lot to talk about. Sure. Uh, real quick, at the top of the hour, to be uh, to take the tone and the notch uh, down a notch, uh, we had a longtime member of the DDPY community, uh, Russ Wright and his wife, Erin, who, if you're an old-school DDPY guy, you remember yep. Russ, the tuba geek bouncing around here forever, and, and he's you know been, he's been in and out. He's got a, his family's had a situation with their son for years, um, had, a, had a medical uh, incident way back in the day, and they're, they got a lot on their plate, so he's able to bounce back in when he can, but he's been a consistent member here, uh, the DDPY community, and he even came to my wedding, and he's a really good dude, and his wife Erin is – uh, really, they're really, really strong people, but they uh, lost their son Aiden um, yeah. this weekend, and um, it's they knew it would be coming eventually, but it doesn't make it any easier. And those guys, have, you know, it's a heartbreaking situation, but I gotta say, it, it, it's not as horrible as it sounds. If it's gonna happen to anybody, those people were the people that could. They just put so much love and effort, and and so much hard work into giving their family some kind of normalcy that it was inspiring to see that, you know, how much work they put into, you know, a, a real situation, but uh, our thoughts are, are definitely with them and a lot of love to uh, Aaron and Russ because it's been a real hard go of it and uh, it's going to be a real hard go of it, especially this week coming up with arrangements and stuff. So the DDP Y community sends you guys a lot, a lot of love. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sorry to be uh, to take it down a notch here, but um, you know we want to send them out some some love. But um, of course, uh, we got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, they had that workshop that, uh, earlier in the week. Um, uh, Hayden came down from the UK. Yep. He graced us. He came down from the throne and, and joined us here in the states. And uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> he had to suffer uh, the the burden of Josh McAdoo coming down yeah. at the same time, but. <laughs> And uh, Adam came over, too, and, and uh, Adam, you know, yep. of course, former boy band member. I think he was in Call Me Bad, was it? Which boy band was Adam Meter in? But uh, <laughs> they got, those guys had a lot of fun, and I can't wait to meet up with those guys again uh, soon. Um, but uh, I want to send some love to everyone over there, Hayden and, and the crew over there at the DEPY Performance Center. But let's get down to the show at hand. Um, you've sure. been bringing us some real good content lately because – we, uh, you know, Crystal's kind of taking over the, the uh, role of producer on this show because we need somebody competent and <laughs> who knows what they're doing <laughs> to handle the, the nuts and bolts of things. But uh, you, you've been going out into the DPY universe and you've been listening to people and finding out who's got a little buzz behind them, who's been making waves, who's been, you know, getting it done, hitting the mat, and uh, really standing out as a, as a player. You don't have to be... Uh, lost the most weight, or you don't have to have done the most crazy moves nope. and positions. You just got to be somebody putting in the work and inspiring others. And uh, consistently, I'm like, there's no way next week's show is going to reach our, our, our expectations after this week. But every week, you're just bringing us a compelling story because we have so many people here in the DDPY universe that are just killing it. And I'm expecting this weekend to be no different. So, uh, Crystal. Why don't you do yeah. the honors because you know what's up and uh, and introduce our week uh, this week for DDPY. Yeah, I'd love to. So this week we, um, Mike and I, have chosen um, our friend Brandon Berry, and Brandon is. I really wanted to highlight his story because he really um, knows how to stick with something. 
um, through adversity. And I really, really wanted everyone to hear his story because I think it's really important to hear, especially if things aren't going the way you thought they would or, you know, maybe you've anticipated. Um, I really think this story is going to be um, really inspiring. And I'm so grateful that he um, decided to come on with us. And I'm really, really, really excited to hear what he has to say. All right. Well, without any further ado, Brandon, Barry, how are you, man? I'm doing good, guys. Um, I hope you guys can hear me because uh, I live right next to an Air Force base right now, and we got planes flying over. They're doing their training and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, hear you. You're good on my end. Um, yeah, okay. I'm good to hear. Do they stop in time for you to get some sleep out there? Or are you guys kind of dealing with that all night too? <laughs> well, I'm used to it. I've lived out here um, for about 20 years now, and I've also lived on uh, naval bases, so I, I'm pretty used to it. Uh, of course, yeah. My my dad was a railroad engineer for years, and uh, we were looking at this place near uh, railroad tracks and. You know, we, we stayed there for we were we lived there for a little while um, before we moved up to New Hampshire. And uh, my dad, I'm like, oh, it'll be cool. I get to see my dad every every uh, you know night as he passes through the backyard. And you know, for the first few months, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> but you do it becomes oh. background noise eventually, and it just blends into you know the same. But my dad made a point to toot the horn as he's driving by, so it's kind of hard <laughs> to ignore that at <laughs> 1 a.m. Neighbors didn't like us in the neighborhood very much longer. Yeah, it's it's no, pretty normal to, to 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 me now. I'm I'm pretty used to it. I can you know sleep through it and everything, and it's no big deal. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, like like anything. To, I mean, that's a perfect segue yep. because you know the the smackdown. You know the uh, you know you uh, adapt. So it's one of the key key phrases. And, and in any life situation, you know sometimes we're gonna have that you know inconvenience or the annoyance and, you know, or whatever it's going to be. And, you know, one of the key elements of the DDPY system is not just the workouts and, 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 the, and the eating, but also the, the attitude. And that's one of the things. Sometimes you can't just change the situation. And I'm sure sometimes uh, for some people that would be maddening to have those going on constantly all night. But for you, you take it and you learn to live around it and you adapt and then eventually it just becomes part of your, your life and your routine. Yep. Um, yep. But yep, the, that's you know that's one of the key elements. Um, but to kind of start things off here, uh, usually the, this the first question I ask is usually there's something in somebody's story, whether it's a you know a hard time or you need to kind of kickstart things or you're motivated to do something or change something. There's usually something in somebody's DDPY superhero warrior of the week origin story. Um, so if yes. we're doing the Marvel superhero movie on Brendan, Brandon Berry, what is your origin story? What got you into the DDPY system? Well, first of all, I'm not a Marvel fan. I'm a DC fan, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess well, my origin story um, I would start in. May 28, 2013, I was diagnosed with epilepsy. Um, it was a, a rude awakening in my life because um, I was already going through some things. Um, I was just getting over um, having a drinking problem. 
and um, had all this uh, put on me, and um, it just became very overwhelming because I started losing friends, started, I lost my job, I couldn't drive anymore, I had to start depending on people, and I wasn't independent anymore, and um, started uh, going into a you know, depression because everything was just piling on and piling on. And, um, I just, um, lost that, that normal life feeling. And, um, It just it just became pretty hard, and um, then um, October, um, let's see, early 2016, I um, got was so depressed, and I just couldn't take the seizures anymore, and I couldn't. Um, deal with life, seeing my friends um, having their careers and starting their families, and I didn't have that because, you know, that was what life, you're supposed to be at this certain age where you have all this, and I didn't have that, and I was going to commit suicide. And um, luckily enough, I got um, an image in my brain of my mom and um, having to bury me, and I didn't go through with it. But then, um, you know, a month later, I started reading about this girl named Georgia Ford, and um, she had epilepsy for years, and um, she was eight years seizure-free, and that just gave me hope to, you know, that one day I can be seizure-free one of these days. That's amazing. Um, that means and, um, a little bit of hope will go a long way. Yeah. Oh, sir. yes. And then um, a couple of months um, passed by. Um, October 11, 2016, um, I went was supposed to go to a doctor's appointment um, to get an MRI done in my brain because I had a pituitary tumor. And uh, the MRI machine was broke. And um, I remember my doctor telling me, you know, Brandon, you need to get out of the house. You need to go do something you enjoy. And I heard there was a baseball game happening down the street from my house. And um, it was the Arizona Fall League, and I decided to go to this game and um, went to the game. And after the game happened, I was a very hot day. I was... Um, waiting there on the third baseline for all the baseball players to come by. And all of a sudden, I started getting this metal taste in my mouth, which is an aura. I knew a seizure was coming on. And I tried to get myself to the ground. I don't remember if I got to the ground okay or not. And then the seizure happens. And then a um, couple minutes later, I'm in the postictal stage of a seizure. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know who these people are. 
And then I look up to my right side on the third baseline, and I see this guy who I remember playing my Georgia Bulldogs on Saturdays, and it was Tim Tebow, and he had been there praying over me and comforting me. And um, it was just unreal. I people thought I was dead. I didn't because I didn't have a pulse. Um, and I wasn't breathing, and it was just something I just I can't explain. Wow. But what was what was what was weird was the next day, I was at the hospital and they do a thing called an EEG. I don't know if you know what an EEG is. Yep. But it's where they um, measure the seizure activity in your brain. And um, I had many EEGs done over those three years, and we could never get a reading. But that day we got a reading of where the seizure activity was happening from a pool accident that I had when I was 17 years old. Oh, my God. Wow. And uh, it was was just amazing. Uh, You know, I wasn't wasn't cured or anything, but they, you know, got me on the right medications. I kept on having seizures. And... um, January of last year, I decided I was going to try to t- take charge of my life and try to do s- something more healthy. So I was online, and I um, Tori Wilson was posting. She was doing a coach thing, and um, she got me off of drinking sodas and eating healthier, and it reduced my seizures a lot. But then I just wanted to do something more. And in the July last year, I was listening to Talk is Jericho, an old episode, and he was talking about DDPY. And I was like, you know, I need to look into this. And um, did the free trial and found something about breathing exercises. And I did my research, and it says, you know, that that stuff helps with people with uh, seizure disorders. So every day since August 7th of last year, I've been doing breathing exercises and modification exercises of DDPY, and today I'm 351 days seizure-free. Wow. That's, congratulations. That is, that's incredible. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, that's amazing. I mean I'm I'm the person that talked to you here. I've, I've shared the story several times on my on on this show before, but this is going to kind of lend to what you're saying uh, diet wise too. Uh, my little brother Steve um, had was had uh, epilepsy from very young age, um, and he had it really really bad. They didn't expect him to live through his teenage years because he was just having them at a rate that wasn't survivable. It was just constantly the grand mal seizures. To this day, I can't watch someone have a seizure on TV or, like, you know, witness them because I will, I have a real bad, like, panic attack. And I'm not, like, one of those people that, like, has panic attacks, but that's the only thing I can think of that will bring that on because I watched my brother have them so many times that it just brings a horrible memory. But 
he um, when 1993 or 94 it had to have been. Um, he went to a doctor, and uh, the doctor said told him about an experimental diet that they were trying, and said it was worth a look because you know it wasn't like a, a it was a legit doctor. It was like a just a regular pediatrician, but he was giving them info, and it was the ketogenic diet back before anyone really knew about the ketogenic diet. But it was one of those things that it was hoped to stop the seizures. And um, it was she had to stay consistent for a couple of years in order for it to kind of, you know, take its thing. But um, he went on that in, like, 94, completed it two years yeah. later, the cycle that they suggested. And, and it was nasty. Like, he had to eat a stick of butter with, like, almost every meal. It was a high-fat, low, no-carb diet. And it was hard at that age because he was like 11 or 12 and, you know, your friends are celebrating birthdays and all that stuff. But he's been seizure-free since 1996. And it's, uh, oh, wow. it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. He's been, he hasn't had a seizure. He's off all of his medications. Um, he's 31 years old now and he's a master electrician. He basically runs the company he works for. Um, he works for this big company and he's, a, he's done so well for himself but it's, you know, it shows you that, like, it could have gone the other way because there were a lot of kids that um, he grew up with in that, like, seizure community, that grand mal seizure community that didn't have it uh, as good of an ending as him. So it's it's humbling, and it shows you that it's worth taking care of yourself and, and being, you know, there's so much tied to diet that people don't even realize, yep. you know. Yep. But we're going to discover a lot more in the coming decades how much our health and medical issues are tied to diet and exercise and eating. But that diet he took on back when it was very, very uh, young, when it was very in his infancy. And actually, he's actually cited on some of the research. Uh, his case is cited on some of the research of the ketogenic diet in, like, the medical journals um, because it yeah. wasn't really widely reported back then. Um, but that's incredible, and that's so awesome that you're being proactive about that stuff because especially when it comes to neurological things, our brains are so affected by the foods we eat and the things we put in our body that um, yeah. it's really inspiring that you've kind of taken that, that initiative to be proactive about your health. And the fact that you're 350-plus days seizure-free, <laughs> I'd say you're on the right track. Yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just truly blessed. Um, uh, you know, I'm able to drive a car now. I never thought I would drive a car again. Wow. Wow. And uh, my stepdad helped me, you know, get a a car and um I was just so thankful because having to take lift and trying to depend on people just um was hard for 6 years. That's 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 such an incredible story. And by the way, I'm not a Marvel fan either. I just want to put that out there. I thought I was the only yeah. one who didn't like the Marvel. I'm not a big superhero <laughs> guy, by the way, but when I do, I like the darker <laughs> versions of, like, the DC stuff. So I'm a, I'm yeah. a weirdo, too, like that. I thought I was the only Marvel, not Marvel fan, so I'm glad to see Well, there's only one. There's, there's only one Marvel guy that I like, and that's Blade. Oh, yeah. I'm the because same way, man. <laughs> he, he, he just... Uh, the most awesome Marvel character there is. Wesley Snipes yeah. just did a great job of him in the movies. And I, I feel you, man. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think Blade, the old school one. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
You know, first of all, I, I grazed past the passes because you were in the middle of your story, but Tim Tebow was, was, came over to you. I remember it was a baseball game. Was it when he was doing the baseball? Yes, it was his first um, game ever that he ever played in professional sports. Oh, wow. wow. And it was just an amazing, um, amazing thing that happened. I, we, uh, everybody was in shock. The journalists were in shock there. They just didn't know what, what happened. Wow. But I don't want to get too religious on here, you know, but, um, it, um, it was a, it was a, it was amazing. Well, that's now, you know, that's, that's that's amazing. Have you talked to Tim since, uh, since Brandon? Yes, yes, we talk about once a month. Um, that's awesome. He checks up on me. I check up on him. Just to, um, it's we have a great friendship, and uh, I'm just blessed to have him in my life. That's great. <laughs> that's so oh, awesome. That's cool. You just you just got like this uh, professional superstar athlete as a pen pal. Nothing, nothing much, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, that that that's cool, and that's cool to see that you know he took the time to come over to check on you too. You know, how big league people you know wouldn't have done that, you know. And I've always heard that he was a decent dude, so that's really kind of cool to hear. And you know, yeah, he he's had he's had he. He's um he's had a big impact in my life, you know, just uh, changing my attitude towards things, getting me, you know, motivated, and um, I'm just um, I, it was a big motivation to help get me back to living a healthy life, which that's, is awesome. That's pretty awesome. And that's kind of like what we talked about, I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the, the, the podcast. You know, there's a lot of time we go through our funk and we go through life, and especially when you've been candid, kind of a bad hand, you know, you're, you're going through a rut, you've got a bad situation in front of you, and you get into the feeling of hopelessness. I That's worse than almost any sickness that I feel I could have because you can – you can be inspired to fight sickness, but as soon as you lose hope, there's there's not yeah. much worth fighting for. And if you can ignite that fire just a little bit and find something, some kind of hope or some kind of some kind of place to to shoot your arrow, there you always got something to go for. And you know that situation at the baseball game was a sh- terrible situation. It was ha- horrible. But, you know, the fact yeah. that you get Tim Tebow was there and they got the, the news was there, the media, it took that situation and made it almost memorable, you know? And not that it was good, yeah. but it was something that you could look back on on a different shade. Because if you were just carted out of there and brought into the hospital, or, but you have that memory and you realize that at that moment was a moment that I captured on film, I captured on, on this stuff, but it was a moment where it could have been done for me. You know, I could have it could have been wrapped up, you know, Close up shop. I'm out of here. Sayonara, world. But yeah. you stood up from that, and you came back on your feet. And having that moment and that memory, and such a you know a strong character and strong you know situation with the, the press and the Tim Tebow, it's a memory that's going to be carved into your head, and it's a moment where you can look back at to check yourself when you start to get 
yeah. in that moment of hopelessness or you start getting a moment of, of, of a funk, it's almost like a bookmark that you can kind of look back and open up that chapter and remind yourself how lucky you are to have this chance to be here right now. I am, I am truly blessed. Um, I look at it every day um, that, you know, I'm not one of these statistics of um, SUDEP. I don't know if you know what it, SUDEP is. It's um, sudden unexpected death and epilepsy. Okay. It um, happens with one in 1,000 people with epilepsy will die from SUDEP. And um, I'm just uh, blessed that I wasn't one of those or haven't been one of those statistics. And, I, Brandon, this is one of the reasons why when I start digging and start doing research on a lot of the warriors that, you know, it – when I pose the question, you know, who would everybody nominate for a warrior? Your name came up a million times. And when I started doing some research and some digging on just your backstory, it was very interesting to me. Um, just everything you've had to endure to get to this point. And it's just, it always amazes me because you have no quit. There is no quit. You may have been knocked down a couple of times, but you've always gotten back up. And I think for um, everyone who's listening and everyone who will listen in the near future, um, I think that's really commendable. And I think it's something everybody needs to really hear that it's okay to fall. It's just not okay to stay down, right? Yeah, you know, um, we don't learn from our wins. We learn from our losses. And um, Amen. Amen. It's, well, Rob. I've, uh, you know, it's something that has actually helped me grow as a person. And um, so- I'm just, uh, I'm just truly blessed, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I might be 33 years old, but um, I remember hearing, you know, DDP saying he didn't start his pro wrestling career till he was 35. Yep. Well, that's, I mean, and, it uh, really is it's cliche, but it's, it's, it's every day we're here, it's, it's another chance to turn around. Like, we, we're never... We're never through, no matter what our situation, no matter how dire, there are things we can do to better ourselves. And, and especially with you, I'm sure you were involved in, you know, people's seizures and you, you were around other people who had that. And whether it be seizures or cancer or, or AIDS or sickness or illness or whatever it may be, if you're a survivor and are capable, you owe it to everyone else who isn't there. Like, you don't, you know, it's a silent acknowledgement, but the people who weren't as lucky to get out the other side, the people who would do anything to be here right now, I feel like there's an obligation to live your life and have the effort and put the effort in and put the, you know, hours in to make it full and, and lively, lively. Right. Um, and yeah. you being a survivor of that, you owe it to all the people who didn't get that chance to live your best life, as cliche as that sounds. Yeah. Uh, I'm just um... – I, I look at it as, you know, I'm here for a reason, and, you know, people out there who are going through stuff like this, they're here for a reason. You know, their life matters, and, you know, 
their strength is going to show them, you know, that they can get through anything. I never thought I would get through all this. And I, you know, I'm still going to have uh, probably um, obstacles to climb. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, just because I'm 351 days seizure free doesn't mean I'm cured. Right. You know, right. I, there's no cure, there's no cure for epilepsy. Um, yeah. And, um, you I know, just, you know, you know, I, I want to bring as much awareness as I can, um, to epilepsy because a lot of people just, they don't know about it. Well, it's, you, you've got that, you've got that story that I think is going to inspire a lot of people and, and you're taking that proactive choice in your life and, and a lot of people, you know, probably are dealing with a loved one, you know, who they're, who are epileptic or has seizures. And there's a lot of people that, that find comfort in relating to somebody who's been through that and is on the other side. And with the DDPY and, and healthy eating and, and the working out and, and doing all that stuff, that's one aspect in the positive attitude and the mental attitude is, you know, part of the most important one. And, and you mentioned that, you know, I'm going to have other obstacles. I could have a seizure at some point. I could have more seizures. There's going to be other things. And when you really train yourself uh, mentally like that, it's not meant as a, you, you're, it's not meant to have you avoid obstacles in your life. It's to train you to plow through them and end up on the other side and, and pull it together. Cause I don't care who you are and how well you have it. Life's, there's, you know, their life has the opportunity to bring you to your knees in an instant, no matter how yep. well off or rich or famous. There's just, you know, one, one phone call can bring you to your knees from somebody. And yeah, there's a humbleness to that. And there's uh, a comfort knowing that we have it within ourselves to recover from some of those catastrophic moments in our lives, or at least end up on the other side and find strength within it. And that's what the positive mental well-being is. It's not to avoid the obstacles; it's to get through them and train yourself yeah. and train your mind to have the strength to keep carrying on. And that seems to be what you're doing. Is you're just taking the situation you've got and you're just hoping for the best, but you're preparing yourself to fight another obstacle, and that's all you can do. Well, you you've explained that um, exactly. You know, um, I've had to change my attitude towards things. I had to get rid of a lot of negative things out of my life and look at the positive stuff each day and say, you know, this can be done. I just got to work hard and just think positive that I can, that I can do it. And I, I think it's really important to, because when I hear your stories, Brandon, there is a huge difference um, between living a set of circumstances and existing within a set of circumstances. And this is really, um, I know with my situation, because I have a medical issue as well, and when I went to go see my neurologist, he said, yeah, but you can't do that. So instead of yeah. resigning myself to listen to what he says, I always turn and look at him and say, you watch me. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I had a doctor two years ago tell me that I was going to be in um, 
in a home in a, about 10 years that I was going to get dementia or early, you know, early dementia and lose my memory and stuff by how much seizures I was having that my mom should prepare for stuff like that. And I'm here today proving yeah. them wrong. Yeah, it's a great feeling, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> and then, you know, earlier this year I went to what they consider to be the best neurological hospital in the country, and they wanted to take my medication away to see what kind of seizures I was having. And I was like, no, I'm not going to have another seizure as if I can help it. Right, yeah. It's I, I I believe a lot of it is a you know they just don't want you to be cured they they right. want you they're not they're losing money if you're not cured yeah or see, not cured this, but um or you're living healthier or being right, healthier see, I shouldn't say cured um and this is the situation I'm in they're more interested in the fall down where I'm more interested in the get back up. And boy, I'm telling you, I clash with a lot of people because I'm not doing what I'm quote unquote supposed to do. Well, I'm really not interested in being told what I can and can't do. So I just do it. Yeah, but you have to be an advocate of your own health. You got to know what's working and what's not working. You can't let them dictate your health. Exactly, exactly. There's a great feeling that comes to confronting someone who tells you you can't and walking up to you to them and showing you that you am. You are. <laughs> I am. You yeah. said I can't? Well, I am. <laughs> yeah, I I dare somebody to walk up to Dallas and say, you can't do that. Yeah, I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, as yeah. a joke, I'd like to go up to him and, and just walk up to him and tell him something that's like physically like – with physics, like, impossible to do. Like, I'll be like, CDP, you can't fly. And he'd be the first person to grow wings and fly somehow. <laughs> and he's just that kind of right. like, you know, it's like, I'm like, I don't know how you did it, <laughs> but you've got to have right. so I'm not going to ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't ever tell him he can't. You know, that's in but that's the that's the difference. I always say the difference between the dreamers and the doer is the work between the the work done between the dream and the do. It doesn't happen. Like you don't wish yourself in a place of success. It takes a lot of work. And yeah. there's a lot of people who have dreams. You know, there's a lot of people. I always say there's a difference between want and like. I'd like to become a you know a road marathon, but like isn't like is a like is a pipe dream. When you want something, you're going to work and make it happen. Yeah, I'd like to run a marathon, but let's be honest. I don't think I'm going to get on the pavement tomorrow and start making it happen and running. That's just the honesty behind it. But there yeah. is a difference between the people who succeed. The wanters succeed. The likes don't, you know. There's a lot of effort and work behind it. And a lot of people who claim to follow their dreams or want to follow their dreams or say that I have a dream are willing to do the necessary work. So, that dream always becomes a nice option, but the real nuts and bolts of things are, are done in, on the ground with the dirty elbows and the dirty knuckles and, you know, just really grinding, putting in the work. 
And when you get down to that, there's a lot of people who their dreams aren't worth it to them because they're not out there doing it, which is, right. you know, okay if you want to be a baseball player or a football player, but when your dream is to stay alive or stay healthy, there's an extra level of importance and significance and crunch time. Anxiety. So you only have so much time to turn your health around. And when you've got a situation yeah. uh, like, you know, Crystal does and, and you went in like – the work, putting in the work is all I got, you know, there's no plan B, like, this is what I got to do, and it's inspiring to see two people, you know, giving a hard situation, just take that turn around and shove it up the universe's ass, <laughs> because you guys are putting yeah. in the work. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't let people dictate your life, you, you know, you can dictate your life. Well, I mean, you know, Brendan, it's really important to understand, and somebody told me this when I was diagnosed, that um, just because somebody has a diploma hanging on their wall doesn't mean yeah. they're right. Right? Yeah. yeah. That is right. Yeah. Um, they, uh... Do I mean, I take my doctor's down? Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it online. It's got to be legit. <laughs> What's it say, Mike Mullins? Thugonomics? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Doctor of Style. There you go. <laughs> Brandon? Uh, Just, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <coughs> Mike, Mike Mullins style? Good lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I got it the Dr. Nick Riviera School of Medicine. <laughs> uh, oh. Simpsons reference, if anyone's listening. Anyways, I've gone off the rails again. We'll be back in the so, so, right? So, Brandon, I was just wondering if we could touch on something. Because I had someone ask me earlier in the week um, a, a good question. I really had to stop and think about it. And I'd like to ask you the same question. How much yes. has your circle changed, the circle of people around you? How much has that changed since, one, you've been diagnosed, and two, you started doing DDPY? How much has your immediate circle changed? Um, it's changed a lot. Um, yeah? When I was first diagnosed, that cir- well, the circle was big when I – was uh, before I was epileptic, but when I became epileptic, that circle grew down. And then um, as I went into DDPY, the circle has gotten bigger and bigger every day. And how is the support here that you find? Uh, the support is is awesome. I I get people messaging me every day. Telling me, you know, you're awesome. You got this. That we can't wait for you to be, you know, one year seizure free and get to go to the DDPY Performance Center to celebrate. Yeah, and, that'd um, be awesome. Yeah. Um, but they've it's just been very supportive and very the most uplifting group of people I've ever met in my life. To be honest with you. That's amazing. That's great to hear. Well, 
So, you know, you, you, one day at a time, especially when you get a, something going on medically and something that's kind of touch and go, yeah. you don't know what the next day is going to bring day to day. What are you going to do? Well, you know, what do you, what's your eyes on the future? Like, what do you, is there any, like, any, you know, short-term or long-term goals that, like, you really want to throw out there is, is just, you know, uh, audio inking it, as we call it. It's, you know, DP always says ink it. What better way to kind of hold your goals accountable than to kind of broadcast yeah. them to the world? Is there anything you'd like to, you know, put out there that you'd like to do personally, whether it comes to fitness or your seizures or whatever it may be that you kind of want to put out there in the, well, the short term or long term well, situations. Well, well, I've got I've got a little, I've got a lot of goals right now. Um, the one goal right now is to get to the one year seizure free in two weeks. Um, that is the short term goal right now, and um, just keep keep going at it. And um, I want to eventually get back to working. And then um, I'm also working on a book right now, so I want to get that done by next October. Um, And um, I'm working with a senator, state senator here, about getting a bill done um, to for the schools here to um, mandatory seizure uh, seizure first aid training with all the staff. So I'd like to see that get passed, and just um, that's yeah, incredible. Just keep, just keep um, just keep active, and um, build my strength up to where I can, you know, do these 15-minute DDPY workouts because um, um, when you a lot of people don't understand when you have epilepsy, your body gets tired so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, um, I do my 15 to 20 minute uh, modification workouts a day. But one day I'm hoping that I can get to those 50 minute workouts. I believe you will. I believe yeah. you will. Yep. Well, uh, I ain't betting against you. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, it, it's it's amazing, and it's so cool that you're like you're fighting your own battle, and, and you're currently winning, and you're just gonna keep fighting. But it's so cool that you're kind of going to do things in the legislation, you know, because especially with seizures, uh, knowing how to deal with someone currently in a seizure, is, it can be life or death. And it's so great yeah. to have people who know what they're doing handling the things. Some people think they're being helpful when they don't know anything about it, but it ends up, you know, could be catastrophic. And the fact that you're going through it and have been through it, you're going to be a great advocate for for the community and and people suffering from from seizures. And it takes somebody who's been there with with the firsthand knowledge of what it feels like and what it feels like to be on the other end of, uh, you know, the the, back end of a seizure, waking up from it and, who's been through it for so long to really kind of tell the story and they need people who, who are survivors that have been through it and are fighting it to kind of tell that story and, and let people know what they can and can't do. And it's a great service to the community that obviously has probably helped you greatly in the past. It's a great way to give back to so many people. And, and I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome. It's so cool that we have uh, people uh, like you in the GDP yoga community that we can kind of de- gather inspiration from. 
You're a great yeah. advocate for people I, in that situation. I, I appreciate that. I just, um, you know, when I look back at the incident at the stadium, there was, you know, nobody except Tim and some other people were there trying to help me. They were just trying to record me and get more Instagram and Twitter followers. And, you know, if you see somebody in a dire situation, put your phone down and go help them. And that's what I'm just trying to get, you know, people to learn to help people because you never know when you're going to be in a situation like that. And I think it's really absolutely right. I think it's really important to have um, someone like you on here to explain that to people because some people get really scared. They, as frightening as it is to see someone in that situation, they need help. They don't need someone who is videotaping. They need help. They need that human contact again to say, oh, my gosh, someone needs my help, and I'm going to go do it. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I've been going to the – we just hosted um, Epilepsy Awareness Night at the Diamondback Stadium here um, in uh, July. And uh, we're going to, in February, have um, Epilepsy Awareness Night at the Arizona Coyotes NHL game in uh, February. So I'm just hoping that, you know, we can make a difference or, you know, and let people know this is what you need to do. And this is what epilepsy is all about. Right. And you know, as well as I do, knowledge is power. So, you know, the more you put the knowledge out there, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yes. I I love it. And I love that you're out there in the community, going to the stadium, going to to the arenas and doing it. You know, so many people championing causes nowadays on Facebook and Twitter. It comes off as kind of altruistic, but also comes off as kind of, empty because they're sure to yeah. champion a cause on Facebook, but they won't get out in the streets and do it. And that's what we need more right. people for every person tweeting a cause. It's, it's 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 so much more valuable to out there on the ground, boosting the ground, working towards a cause, actively doing things. And a lot of people try to try to, you know, get points by, by promoting things on Twitter and Facebook, but don't actually, when push comes to shove, get out there and actually do the work needed. And it's really nice to see somebody out there, getting out in the community, talking to people, talking to senators, going to these nights. And it's nice to see somebody out there hitting the pavement and doing it the hard way. And it's the hard yeah. way, but the hard way is what gets results. Nothing ever, nothing solved by a tweet, you know, something solved by going out there and, and, and hammering the people who have the ability to make changes and make things happen. That, that's, that's correct. You know, you, you can't expect them to see a message in the mail or on Twitter, you have to go to the people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is the huge distinction between being a human being and a human doing, right? There's a huge difference. Yeah, it is. And you are a human doing, my friend. Ah, That's a mic drop right there. That's a great, that's a great closing statement right there. Before we That's wrap awesome. up, perfect tone, Crystal. That summed everything Thank up. Thank you. You know what? A bunch of people, you know, there's a bunch of people who mean well, but 
man, they're just being man doing. And, and I love that you're doing I love that you came on here to, you know, to do it with us. And I love that you're going out there and yeah. doing it where it matters and making things happen. And your story's inspiring. And, of course, the celebrity aspect, of course, got some attention on you. And, uh, you know, the media, it's a, it's a cool story. You know, obviously celebrities doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. But the fact that so many people know who Tim Tebow are is, and the fact that you had that moment gives you the chance to take that story where it really matters and take it to places that is going to change things. And uh, we're so proud of you, man, for putting on the work. And it's really, it's inspiring. Absolutely. And we're grateful to have people like you in the community. Thank Absolutely. you. I, I appreciate you guys having me on here and uh, to let me tell my story and uh, let me uh, share about epilepsy and everything. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate everybody in the DDPY community. Um, Brendan, I'd really like to um, do an update story. Would you be open for an update story? Yeah. Oh, yeah, anytime that you guys oh, would like awesome. to, me to come back, I would be very humbled to come back. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, we'll definitely, we're looking forward to checking up on you and keeping tabs on you. And hopefully next time we talk to you, you'll have uh, you'll have passed that one-year mark and, and then way more Absolutely. Uh, games behind that. And if you didn't, if something came up, I'm sure that you're the kind of person that's going to take that and use that as fuel to make yourself a better person because – that's what it's about. You can't you can't control the uncontrollable, but you can control what you can control, and that's the way you react to the uncontrollable, adapt to the uncontrollable, and take action. So uh, thanks for coming on, man. It was a great story. It was an inspiring Thank story, you. and we appreciate it. You're, Do you have any websites or anything you want to share for yourself to kind of get your cause out there? Um, I couldn't really hear you right there. You were kind of cutting out. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I was saying, do you have any uh, websites or anything you want to uh, to throw out there uh, to kind of get your um, thoughts out? Um, you guys, um, if you see, you can find me in the DDP Yoga um, group on Facebook. Um, I don't know my Instagram handle or my Twitter handle, but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, that's we'll awesome. put a link on the description. Uh, Brandon Berry, uh, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. We look forward to uh, an update down the line and hopefully some good news with it. Yes, sir. You guys have a blessed evening. Thank you. You, you too. too. Take care, man. Thank you so much. You too. Oh, that was, that was awesome, awesome, amazing story, and we appreciate him you know, coming on. And, and Crystal, I know yes. that uh, you, you've been you've been bringing some bringing the A game. You've been bringing the A list talent here, and uh, it's 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 just every week is just an amazing, inspiring story, and it's so cool because I feel like in the middle of the week, you know, it's Wednesday night. You always can use that little bump of energy to get through the weekend, and that's kind of what DDPY is. We we don't claim yeah. to know what we're talking about. We don't claim to know what we're doing. We're just sharing our story, and I feel like people sharing their stories of, of overcoming and success and, you know, being powerful and strong and just moving through life in, in a way that's inspiring gets you to kind of make that push in your own life and picks you up a little bit when you need it. And I love that we do Warrior of the Week segments to kind of highlight that. 
Yeah, I had somebody today mention to me that, you know, I thought Warrior of the Week wasn't supposed to be an everyday thing. And I said, well, it's not supposed to be an every week thing. It's not. But we opted to do Warrior of the Week um, all this month simply because there are so many amazing people with so many amazing stories. I mean, I could never book enough people to absolutely show everybody what they mean or, you know, to highlight their stories or whatever the case may be. So it was really important to, you know, just highlight and show, you know, even on your hardest days when you don't feel like pulling your head out of the sand, all these people that we showcase, they give you a reason to keep getting up. I love it. I mean, it, it fires me up, and, and you know, we're, we're going to throw in some some DDPY shows too, and, and talk. And we'll have some Q and A's, yeah. and maybe bring Yogi Doc back in and talk about some positions too. But especially during the summertime when it's hot and you're dragging ass a little bit, it's, it's so awesome to have that weekly kind of you know punch in the face of motivation. It really kind of it's like a cold splash of water just gets you like fired up and ready for the week. So I, I love it, but. And speaking of being fired up and ready for the week, you know what I'm going to ask for. I'm going to ask you to, to go up there in, in the, the mountains of Ontario, the lakes of Ontario, and fish <laughs> me out a quote to fire us up and, and throw us through our week. It's a good one. You're going to like it. So I have a friend. Nice. There's a backstory. I have a friend who owns a clothing company, and I believe this was part of his clothing company. And the quote is, cowards never start. The week never finish, but winners never quit. I love it. I love it. It's perfect. Yay. And it's it's what we're saying. It's what we say here every week. You know, DPY is a bunch of ups and downs. But you don't you're not you don't lose until you quit. And that's just the perfect one. If you keep getting up off that ground, you haven't lost. You know, you're still a winner. The fight ain't yep. over until you count out. So That's right. Awesome. Well, happy birthday. Again, Crystal, I hope Thank you, you have a great week. Thank and you. If you, if you like my Katie, it's your birthday festivities are a month long, so we'll be celebrating the, the miracle of Crystal for a few more weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you had fun, and happy birthday. And uh, 20, 21, you can officially drink now? Right, 23 and holding. I've been 23 and holding for a long time. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I'm, I feel like I'm just gonna stay uh, 35 for a while. <laughs> there you go. It's all good. All right, have a great week, and we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Uh, love to everyone here in the DDPY community, uh, and just keep moving forward. You know that's all we can do. You know life happens. Yeah. But you just gotta take it. You gotta own it. You gotta adapt, react, breathe, take action, and just keep carrying on, owning your life. We'll see you guys soon. Have a great week to stay inspired. Check today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. Don't 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 tell Crystal. I'm I took her a cake. We're not sending it up north after all.
It's gluten-free. Don't worry. We're good. You can't transport cake over the border. It's fine. So you'll never know the difference. 